You know, I just spent the last few days in Benin, and in Benin, they, they really respond. So, praise the Lord. How many of us are from Benin here? Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I just spent the last few days, two days in Benin. Glory to God. Well, um, next level, from Monday to Wednesday, we have just three special days of prayer. We're not fasting, but just intensive prayers about acceleration. So we're just saying, let it take off, oh Lord. Let it take off. We're praying for acceleration. All of you watching online that will watch this later, this next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're really praying and praying for acceleration. Acceleration in everything that we do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles quickly to Exodus chapter 23. And I want to really say that this series is going to end next week. We've been talking about growth, personal growth. And um, I think it's something that it's very essential because a lot of people want to grow. But before you have growth in other areas, you must have growth as a person. So Exodus chapter 23. Let's look into the word of God. Exodus chapter 23. Verse 5. Verse 25. And this is very instructive part of the Bible. The Bible says that, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread, and shall bless thy water. He says, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. And that's very, very powerful. When it comes to service, one of the things you must realize is this. When God is not in the mix, everything becomes hollow. So, you are praying for some kind of expansion. You are praying for good health. When you begin to put God in the midst of it, you will have a bigger reason than yourself to achieve it. So, it's good that everyone under the sound of my voice to begin to ask yourself the question that this is the year 2022. How will I, apart from my personal spiritual life, be able to serve the Lord? How will I serve God as a businessman? How will I serve God as a woman, how will I serve God in this capacity? Let's go ahead and keep going. The Bible says in verse 26, He says, nothing shall cast their young. And this is a very powerful promise for entrepreneurs. Every time you start a business and something goes wrong, you begin to declare. Nothing, when it says nothing shall cast their young, it's an old word. Nothing will destroy their young business. Nothing will destroy their fetus. Nothing will destroy their pregnancy. So, you know, and I'm saying this because a lot of people want to pray, but that revelation that they want to base their prayer on, they do not have it. So the Bible says, and nothing shall cast their young, neither shall they be barren in the land. It says, the number of their days I will fulfill. So verse 27 says this, I will send my fear before them and will destroy all the people to whom they shall come. And I will make all thy enemies turn their backs unto thee. Verse 28 says, I will send hornets before them. Which and they shall drive out the Hevite, the Canaanite, the Hittites from before you. Verse 29 is where I wanted to pay a lot of emphasis. Please look at this very carefully. And look at this very well. Look at this very well as a mother. Look at this very well as a young person that wants to do one in life. Look at this very well as a minister of the gospel that has a heavy call on his life. Look at what he says. He says, I will not drive them out before thee in one year. Now, in verse 28, in verse 25 and 26... He has promised these huge blessings. He has promised these ridiculous blessings. Then verse 29, he begins to put a clause. And the reason why I'm saying so is that many people have said to me and asked this question, 
that how come that the things that God has promised me, I am not seeing it. Someone says that I clearly heard the voice of God to go into a printed business. And I clearly heard the voice of God that we should set up our goal at 200 million. He said, but six months have gone and all we have been able to eat is 25 million. What exactly is it that God did not speak? And this is a question. Because people say that, is it that the prophecy failed? Or I did not hear God. What exactly? Someone says, I heard the voice of God during next level. When you said, give the word and you said, there's someone here that is not married. That within the next 24, um, 12 months, self be miracle. He said, as you said the word, I felt a confirmation of the spirit in my heart that that was me. But this, this is the 11th month, just four weeks over. I didn't even have someone I'm dating, so I'm getting married. Someone else is talking about ministry and he says, I heard the voice of God as we began to set ministry goals and said, in 2020, we're going to start 24 cells. We're going to grab membership to this and impact 1,000 people. He says, six months have gone right now and I've not been able to do that. So, in this scripture, in verse 25, you'll hear God clearly saying, I will bless you, I will give you the land, I will chase our people for you. Now, look at verse 29. So, look at what verse 29 says. It says this, he says, but I will not drive them out before the one year. Okay, why? He says, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against you. And this is where you have something to do when it comes to the manifestation of what God has promised you. I understand that God has promised you that your finance is going to explode. I understand God has promised you that the problem in your marriage is going to be resolved. But there's something you have to do. Because God says, I will not drive them out before thee in one year. He says, why? He says, is it up to God? Look at the verse 30. He said, by little, by little will I drive them out. Oh, wow. Someone says, well, if that's the case, then God will drive them by little by little. But look carefully. He said, by little by little will I drive them out. Why? Until thou art increased. He was saying that there's something about your personal development that affects the manifestation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard this. He was saying that there's something about your personal development that affects your manifestation. So I understand that there's a promise that the 200 millionaire is there and you're fasted and prayed. He said, but guess what? It's going to come as 5 million. It's going to come as 3 million. It's going to come as 2 million. It's going to come at 7 million. And when you are frustrated, he said, the reason why is this, you have not increased. And Christians, instead of us, when we see that, instead of us to retreat back and begin to work on capacity expansion, what we do is that we begin to attack heavens. And heaven says that, listen to me, what I want to do, I want to do. You are the one, you are what, the one limiting me. Look at it again, verse 29. He says, I will not drive them out in one year. You know, praise God. How many years did Israel use in the, live in the, use in the wilderness? Who knows? How many? At least 40 years. You know what God was saying? From where God was, though, he said, the way I see it, you guys will be able to enter after one year. But the people themselves postponed what could happen to one year to 40 years. Are you the one postponing your testimony? By the time they say showing their character, they had to spend 40 years there. So see what it says. Let's go back to verse 9, 29. I will not drive them out 
He says, the promise I want to give you will not happen with V1 here. Lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against you. And this is what he's saying. Let, let me see what he's saying. He said, number one, if I do what I want to do and you don't have the capacity for it. He said, because of your growth, there will be problems that will arise that you will not be able to solve that will crush you. Are you hearing me? He said, there are problems that will arise that will crush you. Have you not seen people, they start something five years, it grew bigger. I know people that have closed down things and they say, I can't take it again. He said, he said, he said, because, and let me say something to you. It's good to pray for growth, but you must understand that growth comes with these challenges. New levels comes with new demons. At the level you are at right now, you're thinking of, um, um, I need a shop, I need this, I know that. Listen, there's a level you get into business that government becomes your position. Just one policy can wipe out your business. If you talk to the people that are really in the financial game and business game, they will tell you that our biggest problem is government. And, and the truth is that when government takes decisions, most of their decisions are not economic oriented. They are politically oriented. And God is saying that before you get there, and this is what I'm saying. So you're really, really praying and saying that, see, there, there, there are things, you're really, really praying for all those things, but there are dimensions that will come. So he says this in verse, um, he says this and he says, I will not drive them out before the one year, lest the land become desolate. The second thing is this, lest the beast of the field multiply against thee. He said, what I will do is this, by little and little. Someone says, why little and little? That little and little is your capacity. As you develop capacity, it increases it. And your capacity, there are people that if they make 100 million today, ladies and gentlemen, their life will be ruined. How do I know? Ask the prodigal son. The, the prodigal son only became prodigal because he got a blessing. Yes or no? That's all. There are people that the reason why your spiritual life is not growing is because you have been blessed financially. Everything just changed. When there was no money, you were very faithful to your wife. As soon as the breakthrough came, you exploded. When there was no money, you were very humble. You used to fast and pray. You know, as soon as the cares of the breakthrough came, you forgot prayer. You even began to say that, no, 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 no. Why, why should I go to physical church? We can go to online church. So what God does in the process is that, so why is growth important? That's the first thing I want to say. Why is growth important? Because growth determines manifestation. Because growth determines manifestation. So I know you want to see manifestations, but growth determines, some of you are here, Father, I want to walk in deeper realms of revelation and power. But you know the thing, God knows, God knows that if he gives you that power and you function in it, the day your husband offends you, you'll just be mad. And after it's bad for three hours, you say, you see, do it again. You'll not be mad in the house. It's in the office, in your board meeting. That's where I will curse you. Glory to God. So, look, look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse, verse 24. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 24. I said, growth determines manifestation. See what the Bible says. 
by faith, when Moses had come to years, he refused. Did you notice that? It was when Moses came to years that his prophetic ministry could find fulfillment. The reason why growth is good is that, and let me tell you something, ah, man, ladies, people, we need to grow. You will hear someone, will you step up into this area of ministry and say, no, 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 I don't like to do this. And what they are saying is that I, w- I don't want to grow. Because every step up what costs you something. See what the Bible says, verse 25, verse, verse 24 rather. He said, by faith, when Moses had come to years, he, he came to a place of maturity. Many of you are here, you're doing so well, doing these things in 20 million, 30 million. And let me tell you something, there'll be opportunity to step into 200 million, 300 million. And the only reason why you're not stepping to it, you just find out you're procrastinating, is fear. Is that you know that if I step into this, there's a level of fear. There's a level of risk that I'm not used to. That will come into. And that's it. Are are you listening to me today? There's that demand on growth. So, what we would rather do is to play safe. And listen to me. Growth happens outside comfort zones. That's a good response. Growth happens outside comfort zones. If your marriage is going to grow, it's going to happen outside comfort zone. If your spiritual life is going to grow, it's going to happen outside comfort zones. So why is growth important? Growth determines capacity. Growth determines capacity. And capacity is essential for increase. In Hebrews chapter 5 in verse 13 and 14. And I want one chair on the stage, please. Hebrews Chapter 5, verse 13 and 14. The Bible says this, For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. For strong meat belongs to them that are full age. Who by the reason of their senses, who by the reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and what? And evil. So, what am I saying here? What I'm saying is so powerful. We need to pay attention. Listen to me. If you find yourself, you're always attracting milk. It's because you're a babe. Because growth will determine your attraction. Hallelujah. Growth determines your attraction. Listen to me. If you're a pastor, and they, I know there's a pastor. You'll just be pastoring just in that. It's only students you can attract. And you'll be praying. And it's not a matter of prayer. Even in your friendship, you just attract certain people. And you need to deal with it because what is happening is that your growth level is determining your attraction. And so, some people want to attract bigger opportunities, bigger relationships, bigger network, bigger spiritual experiences. But the way you're going to attract it is simple, by growing your capacity. Because you are like a magnet if you... (laughs) When I say you're like a magnet, you know that thing. Magnets will attract metal, yes or no? When the metal is too big, what happens? The metal attracts the magnet. Did you get me? Magnets will attract metal. That's the law. But when the magnet is tiny compared to the metal, the metal will pull the magnet. 
So you find that you are pulled into some things and you're wondering why. And the reason is because of your personal capacity. So he says the reason why you keep using milk, the reason why your testimonies are milky, the reason why your revelations are milky, the reason why your impact are milky, milky is the lower stage of, of, of this thing. He said the reason why they are milky is because you're a babe. He said, if you want to meet, if you want me, then you're going to grow. Glory to God. Someone say hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. I said growth determines capacity. Let me show you an example. Can I just get some people in the choir? Um, who is that? Is that Patricia? Yeah, I just want to get, that led us in music this morning. Yeah, please. Max Sam, Max Sam, come. You know. But is Maxim there? The two of you, these two ladies in front here, will you, will you can come also? Yeah. Just, or maybe just one person. Okay, don't worry. I think I'm fine. Sit. Maxim, sit. No, no, no. Don't sit on her. Just sit. There's no place to grow because there's no capacity. God says, so you sit alone. Stand up. No, this is you. You're sitting alone. And this is wonderful. And God says, you've done well. Let's add more to you. It's difficult to add more. Sit. Because there's no capacity. Then at least you can manage and squeeze them, right? That's fine. So let's add some more. Let me get somebody else. Let me get somebody else. Let me get somebody else. Who, who's coming? Will, will any of you come? Yeah, you come. And God wants to give you a breakthrough. Come, my sister, too. This is a breakthrough. Where would they sit now? Where would they sit? No capacity. Is that not what is happening to you financially? There is no capacity for more. Is that not what is happening to you spiritually? God wants to expand you. There is no capacity for more. So you know what God does? Before he sends all of the heat, increases capacity. Give me three more chairs. Give me three more chairs. Glory to God. So this is what God does. He says, so you sit down comfortably. He said, I want to increase you. He increases your capacity. He increases your capacity. He increases your capacity. Glory to God. So let me tell you something. Will you receive this? What most people call is no, what most people call no progress is that God is increasing their capacity. Because because all you see is one result, but you must look at it behind the scene. The Father is what? Increasing capacity. That was why when people look at Joseph and call him a failure, in the house of Potiphar and in the prison, they didn't realize that that was Joseph's learning curve to increase capacity. Joseph was a talker. He could talk anything. For his future, he needed to know how to keep quiet. He needed to know how to hear king's secrets and keep quiet. As a revealer of secrets, you must have capacity to hear and not talk. You must have capacity to hear and not talk. So, he had to learn that in the house of what Potiphar. You know why? As a slave, what is taking from you? Your freedom of speech. So, that was the first thing he lost. He lost his freedom of speech. You want your marriage to be healthy, you have to lose some things. This one, I just go out and come back later and say that I can do anything. <laughs> That's not how it works. He lost his freedom of speech. 
God says, as a leader, you must know how to care. He took him to the prison until he began to say, why are you sad? Why are you sad? He learned how to care in a place of pain. Many of you here, when they say lead, you say, I'm not okay. God says, you're not a leader. A true leader goes through pain, hides his pain and cares for people. He forgot he was a prisoner. He was looking at other people and saying, you are sad today. What was God doing? Increasing capacity. And when God increased capacity, God now began to send breakthrough. God now began to send breakthrough. God now began to send breakthrough. And guess what? He could accommodate it because he had built capacity. Stop running away from God's training school. Stop running. Listen to me. The stress you have in your business is God's training school. Them asking to lead a cell is God's training school. That pastoral assignment is God's training school. That course you have to take is God's training school because it's trying to build capacity. The thing is this, if you keep running, just remember, it will increase little by little until you are increased. So guess what? God's school is like university. The course will take four years, but it can take you ten years. God's school is like what? University. The course should take what? Four years, but it can take you what? Ten years. If you work slow, you're five years there. Eight years in university, but you're three in reality. The question is that who determines the pace? It is you. Glory to God. I was surprised when I was in school. I had a guy say, where have you been here? I saw his matric number. It was nine years behind my own. I said, Jesus. He said, I've not been serious. Though. And that's how many people are. When God wants to change, you will dodge. You are not see. You are just postponing manifestation. He said, God wants to change, you will dodge. You need to say, I'm not dodging. I'm going to submit. Some men here, you are going to submit and say, God train you. Some women here are going to submit and say, God, in business you will submit. The thing is this. Growth is not what God does for you. Growth is something you do for yourself. Are you here? Thank you. God bless you. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Quickly, let's open to Genesis 26, verse 13. So let's give examples of people that grew. Let's look at a man called John Mark. You know, when John Mark was going to go into ministry, when John Mark saw challenges, and you see people that see challenges, they say, oh, I want to be a seller, I want to be a When they see challenges, they say, oh, I'm not doing it again. It took off. But the Bible says later in the ministry of Paul that God again brought John Mark. Why am I saying this? Even if you have turned back before, you can still come back. Maybe you are the person that was trying to grow your prayer capacity. Oh, no, 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 no. After you tried to fast for three days, you almost died. Listen, there's nobody that's given to fasting and prayer that's not an accident. There was a time when I, when I was going not to fast. I didn't know how to fast. I fasted. I started bleeding. I was young. My, they took me. My, my mother came took me. I said, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm the healed of the mother. You're not kill me. He said, you and healed and Jesus Christ, all of you, hospital. You healed. I was, because I vomited. I was praying. I was on about, maybe I was on the 21st day. And I was all my, they say all my stuff had, you know, gone. I don't know how they explained it to me that time when I was a child. But the good thing about growth is that we learn from those mistakes. Stop dodging training. Stop dodging. And let me tell you something. The training they give you is secondary. The biggest training is what you give yourself. 
Now says, you know, I'm not good with people. That will limit your destiny. It's something you have to deal with. And you say, ah, you, know, you know, I'm not good with saving money. That will limit your destiny. Sometimes I'm not good at organizing. That will limit your destiny. The reason why is that every skill for success is learnable. Hey, Matthew, okay, yeah, yeah. Every skill for success is what? It's learnable. But it takes discipline to learn it. There are things I wasn't good at, I've learned. And there are things I'm still learning for the, for the journey ahead. Look at that, um, Genesis chapter 26, verse 12. Look, look at growth, sir. Look at growth. Look at growth. See what the Bible says. And the man, what? Verse 12 first. Verse 12. Let's go. Verse 12. And Isaac sold in that land and received what? A hundredfold. And the Lord, what? Blessed him. There was a level. The Lord blessed him. God. And the man what? Wax great. Some of you are blessed, boys. It is time for you to wax great. You know what wax is? Have you seen candle before? It is condensed. It is waxing great. He said, and the man wax great, but that's not, that's another level. Bless is one level. Wax great, another level. Went forward, another level. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you seeing? Some of you, you've waxed great. Boy, it's time to go forward. I know you're doing well, but you can do better. You say, as a single girl, see my place, see my car. Wonderful, but there's still more. He said, see growth, sir. And the man works great and went forward and grew. He went forward and grew until he became very great. These are all dimensions of growth. Your marriage can get better. I know it's wonderful, but it can go forward. Your finance can go forward. Your business can go forward. Ministry can go forward. It can go from good to great, sir. There's still much more way in the future. Praise God. NLP conference is in March in Ibadan. Someone says, why are we going to Ibadan? We're doing so well here. We must go forward. We must go forward. After we go to Ibadan, we'll go to Ghana. We're still in Africa. After Africa, we hit Europe by going to London. We're still there. Let me tell you something. As you are growing, every growth demands debt and sacrifice. This morning, Pastor, I just said, Pastor, we need to pay for the venue for London. I said, well, how much is it? Is it just a venue alone, 30,000 pounds? Ah. He said, with audiovisual lighting, maybe about 55,000 pounds. But you understand that pounds is 800 naira. 800 naira to a pound. I said, just venue with light, 50 million. That's the cost for growth. That's the cost. Because growth will cost you something. The people don't grow because they are not willing to pay the price. Growth has spiritual price. Growth has material price. Growth has all sorts of prices. If you come at a certain time in the evening, you can never get me because my phone is on off. Do not disturb mode. Because there's a price. I must wake up the next morning. People say, I want to be single. There's a price to be married. Well, you know when you're single, you're over your time. 
People want goals, but they don't want to grow. Glory to God. I said glory to God. This is very powerful. Do you know the, the next, the, the verse, I think verse 6, 17 says, after I went very great, it became so great that the king says, please leave us. You are not greater than us. It was going from level to level to level to level. That, that, that's in verse 16, actually. It was going to level to level to level. Ah, you lead a cell. This is wonderful. What would it be true? You must give yourself to growth. I'm saying so because, everyone look up here, please. I'm saying so because growing yourself is more important than the goals that you have. You know why? Once you grow yourself, you attract better. Because growth determines attraction. Glory to God. Can we? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Praise God. Pastor, you say wow because he knows I'm going to and I'm just on introduction. Praise God. Let's just take five more minutes and close this. Why don't people grow? Number one, assumption. And you need to go back to the, the service on Wednesday and listen to it. I told you about assumption. What's assumption? People think growth is automatic. It's only in school system. And not just school system. Primary and secondary school that you grow that way. In life, growth, aging is automatic. Growth is what? Not automatic. Philippians 3 verse 13. See what Paul said. Paul says, I take responsibility for my growth. Growth is automatic. Philippians 3 verse 13. So, why am I saying this to you? I'm saying this to you for you to know. The reason people don't grow is because they just think, I can sit down and financial growth will happen. You know, the business, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's good that promotes you. Life gives you what to go for. Pastor Dick is here. In my foundational stages of being a minister, me and my brother in Christ were just building the ministry. We knew that the journey was far, and we knew we, we needed to grow. So, Pastor, he came to do for me one day. He said he was praying. He came in the morning. He said he was praying. He came in the afternoon. He said he's praying. He came in the evening. He said he's praying. He came in the next day. He said he's praying. And I said, sir, this prayer is, is another type. Eh? What is going on? I, I said, for the, for the next few periods, we are on a 10 hours prayer every day. 10 hours prayer every day because of what we saw. We were trying to build capacity. Ten hours prayer. I was speaking to a friend of mine. I just signed him. He said, I said, Pastor, I go about to about 20 hours prayer. I said, I said, how do we do it? I said, we'll let me break it. We'll just put drink and this. Uh, when we're tired, we drink, we'll come back. But that's, my, that's what it takes for me. You just say, wow, everything is going so well. But do you know the price that is paid in the season? Some of you here, you are, you are praying for divine relationships. All you have to do is to join Koyi Club. The Spirit of God keeps telling you, say, no, 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 no. It's formula per annum. Formula. What will formula per annum do? You keep looking at what you will lose in terms of cash. You are not looking at opportunity cost, what you will get or lose in terms of opportunities. Oh, he said, there's a cell for married men and married women. He said, I don't have time. Okay, you don't have time. But are you thinking of what you will lose?
The reason why people don't grow is assumption. Look at this. Look at Philippians chapter 3. Paul, I, I wish you could have the, um, the, the message Bible, but I can, I can start with this one. He says, Paul said, brethren, I don't count to myself to so have apprehended. He said, but this one thing I do, I forget the things that are behind. I thank God for the contract. I thank God for the finances. I thank God for the history. I thank God for what happened with the federal government business. I thank God for NMPC. I thank God for the job with Google. I thank God for what has happened in the cell last month. I thank God for one thing I do. I forget those things behind. And I press. It is a press. Come, 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 come. Two of you come. He says, I press. He says, I press. I press. Just turn the other way. And resist me as I'm pushing you. This one, stay with him, stay with him. Join your hands together, make it more difficult. He says, I press, I press. It's not easy, but I'm pressing. Ah, I'm pressing, I'm pressing. He said, I press, I press. Ah, I'm pressing. As a businessman, I'm pressing. This marriage must not die. I'm pressing. Praise God. No, this generation, no pressing. Just chilling. This is the chill. Gen How can you chill? No, we don't chill with it. How can we press? We just chill. Chilling with the big boy. I want to bamba. Ah, you want to chill with the big boys. Ugh. Every new level. Expressing. Can you feel the spirit plunging your spirit to depart? Single person makes five million. You spend irresponsibly. Chilling. You are not pressing. For your next level of business, you need to retain profits. You retain the profit for the next thing. Assumption. Why don't people grow? What? Assumption. Glory to God. I want to close. But I want to close in a good place. <laughs> there are so many scriptures. First Timothy. Lift up your hands and just pray. Ah, I received grace to pay the price to grow. Pray, 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 pray. I received grace to pay the price to grow. I received grace to pay the price to grow. I received grace to pay the price to grow. Acts chapter 18. Amen. Verse 24. I want to read two scriptures to you. Acts 18, 24. 1 Timothy 4, 15. Acts 18, 24. See what, the, see what the Bible says. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man, he could talk. Mighty in scriptures. He knew Bible. Came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord. Being fathered in spirit, he spoke and taught diligently. The things of the Lord, knowing only upon how he was so good. He was so limited. Sir, you are so good, but you are so limited. He said, knowing only the baptism of John. 
And he began to speak boldly. Some of you are even bold. He says this. One when Aquila and Priscilla heard, ah, they said, this guy, no capacity. They said, let us help him. What did they do? The Bible said they took him in and what? Expounded unto him more. Unto him the ways of God more perfectly. When, when, this, when, when Apollos would talk with conviction, no. Aquila Priscilla could not talk and match him. But he had him to, once he starts with Moses, he will end with Samuel. He will just mix everything. Ah, they looked at him and said, you know what? This guy is gifted, but he needs training. And let me tell you something. That's where a lot of people are. They are gifted, but you need equipment. You need training. They took him. And after this, the ministry of Apollos did what? Skyrocketed. Exploded. Why don't people grow? Because they think that growth is automatic. No, sir. Growth. So the first step to growth, growth has to be intentional. How does growth become intentional? Define the areas you want to grow. And don't start with all areas. Define two areas for this season. Financial growth. Spiritual growth. Career growth. Character growth. Value. What area do you want to grow? Let's close with this. Intentional. So there are two kinds of growth. Intentional growth and what? Accidental growth. Somebody say intentional growth. Accidental growth. Most people grow by accident. What's intentional growth? What does it look like? Intentional growth lends before mistakes. Accidental growth lends for mistakes. Intentional growth lends before mistakes. So you can tell that, oh wow, so all the single people that I want to right now, how you preparing yourself before you make a mistake? Intentional growth lengths for mistake. Accidental goes what? Uh, intentional growth lengths before mistake. Accidental goes length what? From mistake. Intentional growth is always learning. Oh, there's growth lag. It's inconvenient. That's the price. I go for growth lag. Accidental growth stops learning. Once they leave school, they close book. Question. When last did you read a book cover to cover? Some people here five years. Can you see why you're not growing? When last did you read a book cover to cover? Some people five years. In the last two weeks, I must have bumped books. And I must have read about two or three of it. With all the next level prayer. About two of it. I've finished one. I'm in two halfway. How can you be a chorister? You don't even read about singing. You, you, are, you work in bank. You don't even read about what banking takes. You are in ministry as a small group leader. You have never read the first thing of small group ministry. You run real estate. You've never read anything on real estate. You are a parent. Yet the first book on parenting has never been read. Because reading is painful. Accidental growth, talk to geek, never follows through. When you sit down with them, have you not seen the new? What have you planned for 2022? Um, yeah, 2022, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. They talk big, but never follow through. 
intentional growth. Always following. Accidental growth. Always learning and never doing. They will come to church, take for everlasting note. Why? 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 That note is never to be opened again. Intentional growth says, intentional growth says, once I learn, I do. Once I learn, I do. Once I learn, I do. Set goals. What area do I want to grow? <laughs> a, a fellow minister was speaking yesterday and he asked me a question. He said, when are you going to give your first $1 million? I said, Jesus. I said, uh, he said, put a date now. He said, put a date. Even if it's not this year, tell me when. I said, Jesus. He said, I gave my first $1 million, 2009. He said, this year I've given $200 million. I said, this year, January, February, he said, yes. From this same person, you're not stealing. He said, yes. He said, once you set the goal, you go to the capacity of your goal. I said, ah. And some are still struggling with tithe. Or you say, someone, some, 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 someone give Isaac offering. That, no, you didn't give an Isaac offering. That's not an Isaac offering. That's a, that's a mini offering. Glory to God. Let's pray. I feel that things are changing already. Can you sense them? Can you sense them? Stand on your feet. Let us pray. This is the grace. Grace to follow through. Grace to follow through. Lift up a voice. Let's pray. Grace to follow through. Grace to be diligent in learning. Grace to take massive steps. Jesus' name we pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Bible says, Paul planted Apollo watchers, it's you that give the increase. I planted your word in, your, in the heart of your people. They are watching right now. Let there be increase. Let this year be significantly different for everyone. Not only will they grow, but they will see manifestations. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You can have your seats. Praise the Lord. Were you blessed this morning? All right.